morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Friday, June 16th. On this date in 1858, a familiar phrase you've probably heard was born. Illinois Republican Senate candidate Abraham Lincoln said the slavery issue had to be resolved. He then said a house divided against itself cannot stand. On this date in 1960, the movie Psycho opened in Hollywood. Back then, audiences often arrived late for movies, showing up whenever they wanted. But director Alfred Hitchcock insisted that you had to arrive for the start of the movie or you wouldn't be allowed in. That's because, spoiler alert, the star of the film was killed only about a third of the way in. And here's your Friday trivia question. On this date in 1903, the Ford Motor Company was incorporated. What was the first Ford model sold? I'll have the answer coming up. But first, let's see what Mother Nature has in store for your Friday and for your Father's Day weekend over at the Live 5 First Alert Weather Desk. Hey, good Friday morning to you. Meteorologist Joey Sofied here. A slight chance of rain very early this morning, and that disturbance is going to move offshore. We're going to see a partly cloudy to mostly sunny sky, some more sunshine, less rainfall over the next couple of days. Temperatures will go up into the low 80s at lunchtime, upper 80s to near 90 for a high temperature this afternoon. A little warmer, a little muggier this evening because of lack of the rain cold air and the lack of the clouds out there than we've had as of late. We start out tomorrow morning, the weekend at 71, 91 by the afternoon on Saturday. So a hot Father's Day weekend. Father's Day on Sunday, 90 degrees, just a small chance of rain both Saturday and Sunday. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now, let's get to your morning headlines. The United States Postal Service is now offering tens of thousands of dollars for information about the armed robbery of a mail carrier last week. According to Somerville Police, that robbery happened on June 8th on Dorchester Road. Here's a look at the suspect that police believe is involved. USPS is now offering a reward of up to $50,000 for information that leads to the arrest and conviction of the person or people involved in the incident. If you have any information, you should call the Somerville Police Department. The woman accused of killing a newlywed bride in a golf cart crash on Folly Beach will make her initial court appearance today. 25-year-old Jamie Komorski is charged with three counts of felony DUI, causing bodily injury or death, and reckless homicide after the April 28th crash. Authorities say Komorski rear-ended a golf cart with newlyweds Samantha Miller and Eric Hutchinson and two other people on Folly Beach. Miller died in the crash while the others were taken to the hospital for their injuries. A blood toxicology report showed Komorski had a blood alcohol level over three times the legal limit. The Charleston Police Department has arrested four people in connection to a robbery at a West Ashley Ulta beauty store. Aisha Drayton, Tyra Drayton, Kianjane Green, and Taisha Prelo are all facing shoplifting charges. They're accused of taking almost $3,000 worth of fragrances from the store. According to the police report, surveillance video shows four people putting items into bags, before running from the store without paying after they were confronted. This is not the first time this location has been robbed. Back in March, Live 5 reported this store lost over $50,000 in recent years from stolen goods. According to the store, most of the stolen items are fragrances. In March, the store said they would be installing protective glass over their fragrance section by the end of the year. It's that time of year again when the blueberries are in season and you can head down to a local farm and pick them yourself. 
Those UPIC farms contribute to the $51.8 billion agribusiness industry in South Carolina. While agrotourism is becoming more popular, for one local farm, 2023 will be its final season. Nick Reagan is live in Ravenel with a closer look. Good morning, Nick. Yeah, good morning, Katie. You know, of uh, all U.S. production, most of, well, rather, what I should say first is that South Carolina's largest industry is agriculture, and most of that is made up of small family farms like this one. In fact, small farms make up about 89% of all U.S. production, but it's definitely a difficult industry, which is why 2023 will be the last year for Champneys Farms here in Ravenel. Now, guys, while the family has worked the here for more than a hundred years. The blueberries it's become known for were planted just in 1995. Now there's more than 5,500 blueberry bushes and they're almost exclusively handpicked by family members like Emery Tumbleson or locals visiting the farm. So far Emery says that the season has been amazing. They've harvested around 3,500 pounds of berries in just the opening few weeks. She says the best part about opening up the fields to the community is sharing the experience of eating those berries straight off the bush. My favorite part is probably I like to eat a little bit, so I like to I like to be able to eat what I grow and also seeing little kids faces when all they all the only food that they get is food out of the grocery store and so when they get to pick their own food and you know especially when you see a little toddler uh, have their basket out there and pick some berries off of the bush and put them in their basket and then after a second they look down into that basket, take them out of that basket and eat them. Uh, that's a really great part of being out here. Now, guys, while the property is changing, they have acquired a new farm, and uh, Emery says that she hopes to bring new U-Pick experiences to the community. She just says she doesn't know when quite yet. Katie. Thank you, Nick. Tomorrow marks eight years since the tragic Mother Emanuel AME Church mass shooting. The church began its Emanuel 9 commemoration week on Wednesday with a remembrance Bible study followed by a luncheon yesterday and then today's Random Acts of Kindness Day. Tomorrow's Emanuel 9 Observance Day will begin with a memorial garden dedication to victim Susie Jackson at 10 a.m. The Cynthia Hurd Annual Community Day will also be held at the Hurd St. Andrews Library. This event will go from noon to 3 and over 25 local organizations will be there to share services and resources with the community. Sunday will mark 16 years since nine Charleston firefighters lost their lives battling a fire at the Sofa Superstore in West Ashley. Fire investigators determined a tossed cigarette uh, tossed by the loading dock started the deadly fire. Most exit doors were also illegally locked, leading the store to be cited with OSHA violations later. In 2011, solicitor Scarlett Wilson announced no criminal charges would be filed. There will be a remembrance ceremony this Sunday at 7 p.m. to honor the first responders who lost their lives. It'll be at the Charleston 9 Memorial Park on Savannah Highway. And tomorrow will mark 32 years since the explosion of a Charleston chemical plant. The explosion at the Albright and Wilson America's Incorporated plant happened the morning of June 17, 1991, and killed nine plant workers. At least three firefighters were also injured. Plant officials later determined an unexpected reaction led to the explosion, which shattered or scattered sheets of corrugated aluminum siding across the grounds of the plant of students that are part of the Liberty Hill After School Enrichment Program in North Charleston kicked off the summer break by continuing to learn. They got a deeper education of African-American history by visiting landmarks that highlight the civil rights struggle. 
The trip took them to the 16th Street uh, Baptist Church, the Edmund Pettus Bridge, the Tuskegee University History Center, and several historically black colleges and universities. The after-school enrichment program was started 13 years ago, aimed at enhancing the reading and math skills of students in kindergarten through eighth grade. The third annual Low Country Juneteenth Week Festival celebrating freedom, culture, and community will be wrapping up soon. The event started Monday. The highlight of the week will be today. The Goody Mob and CeeLo Green will perform at the Hanahan Amphitheater, and one lucky winner will even have a chance to win a Jeep Wrangler. Events will also include Kids Day and an HBCU college fair, LJW Honors Luncheon, Gospel Concert, and much more. The third annual Juneteenth Week ends Sunday, so you can... Uh, so make sure you enjoy it this weekend if you can. The nonprofit Seven Mile Community Action Group for Encouragement is inviting people of all backgrounds, cultures, and races to come out and join them in their second annual Juneteenth celebration. That celebration will include a festival tomorrow from noon to 6. Their events will take place near Lang Middle School and Jenny Moore Elementary School in Mount Pleasant. There will be music, games, contests, food, and other vendors, as well as fun activities for all ages and backgrounds. It's free to go. Carolina's second 988 suicide prevention call center is up and running right here in the Low Country. State health officials say it's in response to the worsening mental health crisis in our state and beyond. Our Molly McBride tells us about the need for this center. State mental health officials tell me they opened this second center here at Charleston and Dorchester Mental Health to ensure as many calls are answered locally as possible. Calling into a national hotline and speaking to someone who's in another part of the country uh, probably doesn't make you feel as safe and connected as calling someone who knows the local streets and the towns that you're in. Caitlin Smith with Mental Health Heroes says access to mental health professionals is more prevalent in the low country than ever before. She tells me mental health is just as important as physical health, and separating the two can be dangerous. Dennis Puebla, the director of special operations at Charleston Dorchester Mental Health Center, says they opened the state's second 988 call center two weeks ago due to a high volume of calls and have already taken 81 calls from people in need. He says when staff answers a call, they actively listen and then work to come up with a plan to de-escalate the situation. Calls range in severity, but the focus is always keeping the caller safe. Just having a very safe, confidential, uh, hopefully supportive place that these folks can call to just start talking about what's going on. He says they will continue to analyze data to determine if there's a need to open a third call center. Reporting in West Ashley, Molly McBride, Live 5 News. Once again, if you or you or someone you know is experiencing a mental health crisis, help is available 24-7. You can call or text the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline at 988 or chat online at 988lifeline.org. If you call, you can press 1 for the Veteran Crisis Line, 2 for Interpreter Services, and 3 for a call taker who specializes in the LGBTQ plus community. At the top of the show, I mentioned the Ford Motor Company is celebrating its 120th anniversary today. You're definitely in the fast lane if you guessed that the first automobile Ford sold was the Model A. Celebrating birthdays this Friday, country singer Billy Crash Craddock is 85. Knott's Landing actress Joan Van Ark is 80. Actress Lori Metcalf from Roseanne is 68. And actor John Cho from the Star Trek movie reboot is 51. 
Thank you so much for joining us for Morning Y'all, powered by Live 5 News. Hope you have a great Friday and a great weekend. Happy early Father's Day as well. I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you Monday. Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.